Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanmala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. So I'm here <laughs> with my good friend Sachinandan Swami in Germany. I've been on tour and um, we are uh, continuing what we call our graveyard talks. <laughs> uh, so how many years ago was it in Munich? We went for a walk. I think it was about ten at years least, huh? at, at least, least. And, and we were talking. We were so much into the discussions that um, I noted at one stage. I mean, at one stage, your program is already starting. <laughs> it has started, and then you said to me, uh, "Don't worry. Let's finish this. Uh, the program cannot start without me." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We we were looking. We looked for a place to sit down, and we found this beautiful little quiet graveyard with a nice bench, and uh, we sat there and spoke. And uh, here we are today in another graveyard in Germany, uh, outside of Berlin. Uh, Something that comes to my mind is that time moves in cycles. We were then on a graveyard, mm. we are now on a graveyard, and maybe <laughs> one of us <laughs> will, will be on a graveyard again also, fairly soon, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, in a different uh, way, yeah. In a different way. And uh, yeah. it's The question always for me is, what do we consider of the best use of our time mm. uh, on in this human uh, life yeah. uh, that is really worthwhile to invest and that might even uh, uh, outlive uh, the, the graveyard. Mm. Uh, Uh, on which we are uh, uh, eventually <laughs> put uh, where we are landing. Yeah. You know, I always talk with people about the importance of spiritual practice. But I, I've come to believe that the reason we do spiritual practice is to become good human beings. Be people that 
are kind and compassionate and aware of other people's suffering and pain and just naturally uh, want to do what they can to, to help that situation. But it takes tremendous strength to, to break the habit of only thinking about oneself all the time and thinking that, and even unconsciously believing that what I think and what I feel is the most important thing in the universe, you know, and not seeing other people. It takes a tremendous amount of work on oneself to, to even become aware that peop other people, they're in their own worlds as well. And if, if we can't help ourselves, how can we help anybody else? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the funny thing is that sometimes people who are even trying to escape uh, and help themselves by taking to a spiritual path still remain self-centered. Yeah. We have some dramatic sounds in the back. Yeah, wow, the thunder. Amazing. <laughs> Because we, we get to some good subjects <laughs> and uh, the nature gets her drumsticks out <laughs> and does a thunder roll. Oh. Um, uh, yes, I remember uh, last year I was walking around a sacred mountain, the Govardhan mountain in Vindavan, And I mm, passed two uh, people, pilgrims, who were discussing in uh, Bengali uh, the three essential teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sa saintly personality mm. there. And uh, they said, uh, yes, Chaitanya Balon, Namaruchi, um, one should attain taste in the divine name, uh, one should do Vaishnav Seva, one should do the service to uh, Vaishnavas, people who are uh, on, the, on the path. And then they got stuck. They couldn't remember the third thing. Mm. Mm. And I knew the third point, <laughs> so I said, Jiva Daya, which means compassion towards all beings, mm. not just the people in one's group, the Vaishnavas, but towards all beings. Because if you can only be kind to the, your family members or those who are in your on your spiritual path, you are still limiting yourself mm. in your kindness. You should... Uh, be like a river, break the dam mm. of uh, the ego and uh, flood mm. the, uh, uh, the world with, yeah, as good as you can, Beautiful. with kindness. Yeah. So people on spiritual paths tend to forget that. If yeah. I may ask you a question, what do you do when you think here's an opportunity to show compassion? But ah, I don't like this person, uh, or or uh, this is not the right circumstances. Sense from from. Do you have something to 
to, uh, to, which helps you to make that jump out of the ego prison into something of a compassionate act? Uh, it's hard in the moment, usually, because you, know, you have habits of reaction and things like that. But I, more and more, I, I'm so aware of how, how much in prison we all are and how difficult it is to, to, to find a way out of that prison. And when other people are nasty or, or, or try to cause pain in one way or, or even without trying, it, if you look, you can see they're only acting out of their own pain. And even if we look like the targets of that action, we're really not because they don't see us at all, you know. Yeah, yeah, they don't really yeah. see who we are, just like we don't really see who anybody else is. So we're just, you know, it's like when you're, if you work in an office, there's this guy who never smiles and never says hello to you, and he just walks around and, you know, with a sour look on his face, and you develop a whole story about this person, you yeah, know. Yeah. He doesn't like me, what did I ever do to him? <laughs> And then you find out, you know, he was diagnosed with brain cancer. Oh. And that you, you were taking all this personally and yeah, it had yeah. nothing to do with us. Yeah, yeah. So that, and I think that awareness comes, naturally arises the more that one cares enough to, to try to cultivate the compassion. I think that it naturally arises. You, yeah. you no longer take things so personally. But it's not easy. But not easy. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. As you were t talking, I <laughs> remembered I gave you a book uh, on Rumi, and mm. and just as you were talking, I remembered there was one you know, part that the teacher of Rumi, Shams, mm -hmm. says to Rumi that when Sufis look at people, they close both of their eyes ah. and they look through the eye of the heart uh, into their hearts mm. yeah. and then they understand them. Then a connection, heart-to-heart mm. -heart connection is there. Yeah. It bypasses the mind <laughs> and yeah. the stories yeah. which you yeah. were referring yeah. to, yeah. the narratives the, which we have about other people. Yeah. So. So, the, uh, uh, but uh, yes, y your answer is, as you become aware, let's be compassionate. It's almost that the compassion muscle gets trained and then it's there mm. <laughs> when you mm. need it again. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I always think, you know, we're always thinking something, pretty much. Our thoughts are always coming and coming through the sky of awareness that we call the mind. So if we don't cultivate positive thoughts, then only those the, the habitual thoughts, limiting thoughts, negative thoughts, those will continue to come. So we cultivate compassion and kindness and caring for people and for ourselves. Uh, it, it, it replaces the negative stories. Yeah. Because something's always going to be going through the head, you know, through the mind. Uh, uh, that reminds uh, me uh, of that 
instruction of Patanjali, the great yoga uh, teacher, who says to counteract negative thought by ex uh, exchanging it with a positive thought mm -hmm. means cultivation of the mind. Mm -hmm. And the, the more one learns that, uh, uh, I, I told you yesterday, yesterday mm, I was once giving a lecture in, uh, oh, well, in Split, Croatia, mm, about peace. It was mm. the, the, in the midst of the Croatian-Serbian uh, war. And the soldier had come towards me, um, who was highly aggressive. He, at the end of the lecture, approached me and said, what, Mr. Peacemaker, a peace talker, would you think if I would now beat you into your muck? Mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, then uh, I, I uh, said, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, it would be painful, I, it would be very difficult, but still I would try to see that you are talking because most properly you have lost a friend in the war or, or something terrible happened mm. to you, so that now the word peace uh, triggers something um, where you think it's impractical, we want revenge. So I would try to see what is behind this, but I must say it would be very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very hard. You can't, uh, it's those, knee, we call them in English, knee-jerk reactions. The, the, the reactions that you don't have any control over, you know, that they surface and they push us around. And in order to root those out, one has to really, one has to be patient with oneself and, you know, give oneself a break and kind of, soften one's heart towards oneself also. I very much like that perspective and you have often said uh, during our conversations this time, follow your heart, you know, come in contact with the heart and one of that is really that you don't judge yourself, that you don't beat yourself up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as you know, I come from a very unfortunate family background. My father was very much in the active in the Nazi regime of Adolf Hitler. And yes, he was not only the witness of um, many brutal things, but also participating in them actively. And I have always uh, uh, seen in me character traits which might have uh, come uh, through the DNA code uh, into my uh, uh, life and which are responsible for this knee-jerk re reactions. Mm -hmm. I have seen that and I have noted when you then start to beat I mean, I don't, didn't do yeah. anything brutal. I didn't kill people. Yeah. I'm, I'm a monk, but just the mind is 
sometimes impossible. Then I, uh, I saw if I beat up myself for this and say, see, son of a Nazi, uh, criminal perpetu uh, mm. uh, criminal person, uh, uh, see, you are only a false story of a monk. <laughs> then I have noted uh, a lot of battles are initiated inside, but I've seen, yeah. okay, let that pass like uh, a bad wind uh, and uh, which passes mm. and uh, why talk about it, think about it too much. Yeah. It will go. Mm. Uh, uh, let me say something that I, I've never said to a German person. Mm -hmm. uh, and in this case, I'm thinking about you and your father and your family. Mm -hmm. When I was in Auschwitz with Bernie Glassman years ago, at a bearing witness retreat. In other words, we went to Auschwitz to bear witness to the suffering there for the sake of the souls who were there and, and ne they needed us to be with them, to bear witness. And to bear witness to something means to see it without judgments, to simply witness it and be there. So you have to give up your own trip. Yeah. You know, you have to give up, these were bad people and these were good people. It's very hard. And as I've said before many times, I, I for days I walked around you know, in the camp and it, the sun was shining, the fall colors were in the trees, the grass was green. And I was saying, I was yelling at the sun in my mind. I said, how dare you shine on this place? How dare you shine on this place? I mean, I was furious yeah, yeah. for days. And then one moment I looked up at this and I went, oh, oh, I, I see. It's your nature to shine. <laughs> mm -hmm. You shine on the good, the bad, the up, the down, the in and the out. It's your nature to shine. And I recognize this is what non-judgmental love is unconditional love. <laughs> and I also recognized that if I had been born in Nazi Germany and raised in a family of Nazis who believed what Nazis believed, how would I be any different than one of those guards? I couldn't prove it to myself. Mm -hmm. You know, how? What, is there something about me that's better than anybody else? No. And if that had been my karmas to be born there, how would I, know? I couldn't prove it to myself that I would do anything different than any one of these guards. So the reason I'm ask, mentioning that is, have you spoken with your father at all? Or what's your understanding of how he felt about what was going on as it was going on in that time? Wonderful, wonderful that you bring this uh, discussion to this and uh, observe. Uh, Yes, uh, I asked the question, would I have had any choice at that mm. time? I have spoken indeed to my father, and he, uh, he had a, so to say, uh, reawakening uh, he, at one stage in the Nazi time. It was towards the end where they all understood we had followed the wrong story. Mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, mm, uh, so he said, I, I, what people 
don't understand is we, uh, the soldiers, were coming in as youth. We were called yeah. the Hitler youth. Yeah. And we learned uh, all this indoctrination mm. and we, we had no chance. There was a reward system which young people are falling prey to. If you, uh, uh, if you learn this yeah. and if you can present the philosophy that the Germans are the Aryans and mm. everyone is the, else is the cancer of the world, especially one group of people, then, uh, you know, we, we, there was the, re sure. you could repeat it nicely, mm. that went very well for you. You got rewards, you, you moved up and uh, somehow it was the, the lie was just so impenetrable mm. for our intellect and even then I asked but what's about your feeling I mean we he said feelings feelings I was young I was foolish and I was angry uh, uh, <laughs> mm. uh, yes yes but uh, we, we, it, 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 and there was success. Hitler goaded all of us by saying, "Do, do you want to pay for to, for the rest of your life uh, debts which you have not incurred, the debts which were um, inflicted upon Germany when they lost the First World War? Mm, no. uh, do you want to see that the economy of Germany?" can never come up so that you will be always slave of the world. Mm. No, let's rise against this injustice. Mm. Uh, let's uh, become independent. Let's, let's declare war to the unjust world. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, we can do it. We yeah. are the chosen ones. And, and it was so, and there was music to it. Mm. Uh, there was uh, films to it. Mm. There was preaching in the church to it. The, the whole yeah. thoughts, all the thoughts went in that demonic and wrong direction. Yeah. Only later I could see, but then it was too late. Oh. And he said, I wanted to kill myself. Mm. He had already the pistol uh, with the bullets, uh, but then that's another story. Yeah, he had yeah. to turn, uh, something happened. But on, on your question, yeah, yeah, yeah. do we really have that choice? How much yeah. choice do we really have if our yeah. karma goes that way? Yeah. And what, what we also have to realize is those pe people who perpetrated such horror are also victims. Yeah. It's hard for, for people to accept. It's very hard for people who feel that they were the real victims, of course, and they were. But those people, in the, in the, if you, in, if you believe or have understanding of karma, you know that those people who perpetrated those horrors will suffer terribly. There's no escape from the, your, the, the, the results of your own actions. So not only do the victims, the perpetrators become the victims, but it's a bigger picture and it's a wider perspective that most people, uh, that's very difficult to accept. But I, when I, I, you know, I've told this many times, I was watching television once and uh, I was going through the channels and I stopped at CNN and they were showing President Bush 
George W. Mm -hmm. He was in a, visiting a school down in Florida, and in one of the classrooms, the first group of widows from the Iraq War were waiting for him. Like there were 20 women or so waiting for him in this classroom, and he arrives and he's walking down the hall, you know. Hi, I'm the president. Yep, I'm the president. I'm walking down the hall. You know, so full of himself, just yeah. full of bullshit. Walking down the hall. And, you know, the, hi, Joe. Hi, Frank. You know, waving to people, you know. And he walked into that room with those women and he burst out crying like a baby. Weeping like a baby. He couldn't, he almost fell over. He couldn't. And I thought, oh, that son of a bitch. No, I can't hate him anymore. <laughs> there he is. He's he's just seen his own future. He has just seen his own future. He's just uh, he doesn't know that's what he's seen, but he's he's recognized the suffering that he himself has caused, being the pawn of various uh, interests and you know whatever the money people and businesses that he owed for becoming president and starting the war up and all that stuff, he's going to have to pay for that. Yeah. And I had to honestly, I didn't want to see him suffer. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there is one very uh, uh, nice uh, part in, in one of the old wisdom texts mm. uh, where one saint uh, shows a hunter a vision of the future and the hunter sees all the animals which he has killed mm. and he has pierced them with his arrows coming at him with the horns, the claws and so on. And my father told me of a, a nightmare he has up to this day. He enters at uh, the, the Dome of Cologne, that's a huge church, mm. Mm, with two swords in his hand, one in his left, the other in his right, and he goes mm, uh, uh, from the, comes into the entrance, the people uh, are uh, there on the benches, actually they're kneeling down and praying, and he comes obsessed by wild fury, and starts to use these swords to decaptivate them from the back. And then as he comes towards the altar, he sees there's a, I hope it's an English term, menagerie, it's where in a circus the tigers are. Menagerie. Menagerie, menagerie yeah. yes. Uh -huh. And uh, there is a is, is the iron fence there, and from the altar, or in the altar, there are tigers, lions, and they notice him and they growl at him and they jump against the fence to, to get at him. Mm. And he's, he's horrified. The swords fall on the, uh, on the um, floor and he sees how they build an animal tower. One tiger jumps on the back of the another oh. and it's only uh, maybe five split seconds when the first the, the, the biggest of the tigers, the most angry, uh, 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 with big yeah. fangs uh, equipped tiger, will jump at him and he will not kill him quickly. He will kill him slowly. Oh. 
that that nightmare uh, is there and mm. yes uh, even the perpetrate perpetrators are the uh, the, uh, the 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 victims, victims yeah. yes yeah. yes yeah 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 so therefore I, I, it sounds so so christian but i think it's good we we can hate the sin but the sinner yeah, yeah. that is uh, there we have to put the question mark yeah <laughs> yeah it's true and it's very i mean and like ramdas always talks about the difference between the soul and the role oh good yeah you know soul and the role yeah but it's uh, very difficult for, in the rational mind to, to make space for that. It's only through uh, the opening of the intuitive understanding that one can make space for this kind of non-judgmental, unconditional uh, understanding, you know. It's just like the sun, it shines on everything all the time, everything. It doesn't measure, evaluate, judge, and see who's worthy of sunlight. It's just, it's its nature, and it's the nature of these great beings. It's the nature of God, of the Lord, of, of the divine, to be that love. Yeah. And, and most of us, we just spend our whole lives um, uh, justifying our judgmental biases that, that support us, our egos, and keep us separate from everybody else and feeling that separateness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you spoke of the intuition connecting with the intuition and then being able to be more compassionate and not justifying your own judgmental mind. Um, uh, I uh, think this is a very good uh, direction, uh, a very good uh, yes, a point. Uh, for me it is always the shift of perspective happens in the higher connection. Uh, if I'm not connected with, uh, uh, with the divine uh, and with uh, these higher uh, souls and so on, then I tend to go to my mind, mm. but uh, which is so reactive always. But if I'm um, connected somehow, as during kirtan, as during during uh, deep absorbed meditation, which is with happening when there's a deep absorption of the mind, then it's almost as if the little cold uh, light bulb is uh, screwed into the faucet. Is it called faucet or mm -hmm. the and and all of a sudden there is light, not its own light. That's very important. There is the light of the uh, electricity, the light of, of uh, and then it's a small sun. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm -hmm. So that higher connection, I think, is a 
possibility and I feel there's a constant invitation to enter that mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, an invitation and then something happens with you despite of you like when I hear when I'm with you and you tell me how Maharaji has entered your life and done things with you uh, and and uh, p pulled you on a, on a on a rope <laughs> uh, then and i very much like your perspective you say it was not me it's uh, the grace yeah. which works yeah. in uh, and that is a very beautiful subject matter yeah i once asked siddhima i said ma you know is it all grace or do we have to make effort And she said, Krishnadas, it's all grace, but you have to act like it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. That is wonderful, yes. You have to, you have to, it's always raining, but if you want to drink, you have to, you have to um, cup your hands. And it is about to start raining right now. Here. Yes. <laughs> raining in the graveyard, so we will pause and say for the moment goodbye. Goodbye. Ram Ram. <laughs> Ram Ram. Haribo. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S dot com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram.